From the Vaults, audio from Edmonton's past. This cassette recording from the Voices of Old Strathcona Project is an interview of Evelyn Smith on April 23rd, 1992, and was digitized in May 2022. This is Catherine Ivany for the Old Strathcona Foundation, interviewing Mrs. Evelyn Smith at her apartment in the South Cape Village for the Voices of Old Strathcona Project, April 23rd, 1992. Mrs. Smith, can you tell me about your father? Uh, your parents? Your father was Harold Taylor? Uh, no, Harry. Harry T- Harold is the brother who died, the diabetic who moved in. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, so tell me about him and how he came to well, have a he was from Ontario, Woodstock area, and uh, when he was 18 or 19, he, it was when they needed help in the Yukon, the gold rush. Mm-hmm. So he and others who were in uh, semi-military, just youngsters, training, wasn't scouts, I don't think. Anyhow, um, they went to the Yukon in 98, 1898, and he was there for the tour, and the Boer, Boer War broke out, and I guess things were quieter in the Yukon by that time, and uh, he didn't Unless he went home and was married in Ontario, my mother. So he was two years there. And uh, then when the West opened out, he had had a taste of this. It was amazing to me that all the mountains and things were already named going through Banff. And uh, he went on the Banff way out to the coast. and. Uh, by railroad, that was finished. But when he came back, he and mother decided to come. He was the only son, too. And I imagine it must have been a lot of heartbreak in the home that uh, there were two girls and he, but they came west and the steel fence went as far as Humboldt in those days. <clears throat> so that's where they set up and they had. Mother was a sixth white woman in town, and they had a tent with some board sidings on it, and they cooked outside, and that she was scalded from a coffee, a coffee pail or something exploding on the stove, and she got some, but they had pure cream those days, red cow's rock, and uh, she didn't have a scar at all, but the cream on her face right away. But then Dad took a homestead 12 miles out of town. Um, Is that Edmonton? Or Humboldt? Humboldt. 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 So we were there six or seven years. And then the steel entered Edmonton on the south side. This was the northern Mm -hmm. part of the CN. Great Northern Canada. Yeah. Anyhow, we came on to. Edmonton but we, on the homestead, he had whole uh, buildings that were burned and everything in a prairie fire before, and mother told us how she went down with the horse, the driver, in, uh, I don't know, some sort of a Democrat or something, into the slough, mm-hmm. wet blankets over the horse, and wet blankets over us. My brother was born then, and... 
the house was saved some way because they dug a cellar and it hadn't been moved over it yet. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, there were small houses. I, I have visions of my brother in a little hammock that swung in the corner. Mother used to do the sewing there and keep him moving with her foot as <laughs> she sewed. <coughs> and then we came to Edmonton when the steel ended here. Okay. So a lot of the railroad people were our friends, you know, that we had known in Humboldt. And, and they were the first ones I remember here. I went to Queen Alexander School. Mm -hmm. I don't remember any, any schooling in Saskatchewan, but I went grade one for a few days and then grade two for a week or so, and then I went into grade three and three. So I must have had some schooling when we were in the, in the town. Right. Yeah. Your father and mother came here and set up business? Mm -hmm. They didn't yeah. farm in Edmonton? Pardon? They didn't farm here? No, they didn't farm here at all. No, we came into the south side, which is where the railroad ended then. And um, I guess Dad immediately, he took over a business somebody, some part of somebody else's, I, I don't know whether Colin McKinley were here at that time, but I remember that later on they were, you know, Colin McKinley and, and what a nice street, 109, on the north side, but um, then he, that was fine, we went, he bought a home near Holy Trinity, just kitty corner down east and on the north corner, it's still there, it looks good. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so you didn't live over the shop? Pardon? You didn't live over the shop? We did at, at first I until we, yes, and then we got this. Uh, and before the house we were also in what was the plain dealer building. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the shop that your father had? Mm -hmm. I just remember, because a baby brother died while we were there. And uh, I remember being on the walk steps up to the door, up the outside door. And then, of course, steps downstairs down, too, but we never go downstairs at all. In fact, I'm sure we must have been noisy sometimes, you know. Five, four, four children there, really. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I remember the people. The it was before the Douglas block burned, mm -hmm. and people who roomed up top were out in the veranda, and I was so cross because they were out on the, oh, just on the back steps of, the, of their building. And because it, uh, it seemed as if they were just so anxious to see everything. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the name of the, sh of the shop? Was it called Taylor's? It was Taylor's. It's in Tingley's book. That's right. But anyhow, <coughs> yeah. But so. Uh, but so uh, uh, it was called Funeral Parlor, and uh, is that the one that's uh, a bit something else there? Mm -hmm. Yes, there's, there's a history in other papers about this building too. Mm -hmm. The plane dealer was next and extended to the corner, mm -hmm. and uh, we had um, a bottom floor on the north side of the building, had bedrooms and living quarters there for a while after we moved from here. Right. In did you ever see inside the shop? Or what, did you stay away from the no, shop? No, we weren't. I don't remember anything about this job, but there was, the telephone was upstairs. Mm -hmm. And I remember that when Dad and Mother were away for an hour or something, and they both were, I saw a, a 
dad was Masonic and Aunt Bella's mother is Rebecca from. Mm-hmm. I don't think she ever joined a Masonic. Maybe it was in that photo when you have children. Yeah. But that was really their light, you know, the large thing mm-hmm. in those days. So how did, did, did people phone up then if mm-hmm. someone had died? They, the they had the ambulance and uh, it was the one that the horses went on to. And the horses were just like the fire engines. They backed in under the harness and the harness dropped the harness buckled and they... For the ambulance as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they had the first motorized ambulance before they left. In 1917. Yeah. yeah. What about the hearse? Do you remember? The hearse? I think it was, uh, we didn't take it with us. Or did we? Maybe they did. They did, I guess. Take it uh, to the mount, but not the ambulance. Okay. Because um, <coughs> the, um, from the railroad patients going into the, from the train to the hospital, Dad used to take in a big, a big car. Name's gone now, but wasn't one of the usual ones we hear these days. Yeah. Do you know what the hearse looked like? Uh, the hearse, yes. And uh, they had white drapes and black drapes for the horses. Right. The white drapes would be for children. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how they. I never had anything to do with it. Yeah. But I used to answer the telephone for the ambulance, but they were away for an hour so mm-hmm. and dispatch things really quickly. So where did the horses stay in the house? They had a, we had a barn at the back, mm-hmm. right in the lane. And um, they were there. They had, I guess, room for four horses that we had. Two of the black horses, they were really lovely. And I had a pony, too, before we left that. Did you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My brother was still, I couldn't have been very old, I guess, because he was three years younger than me, but he had trouble riding the pony. He didn't want to go mm-hmm. I'd walk ahead or by it, keep going, but otherwise Dad, he used to start to cry and, and the Dad following and following us to see how we were getting along. But that and taking, it was just uh, skating and things like that that we did. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said you had another house over by Holy Trinity? Mm-hmm. Is that on 84th Avenue? Uh, yes, it'd be two blocks of white, that's right. Okay, and you moved into that? Yeah, that and that was where we from, left. From here? We right. left from there to the mob. Right. So mm-hmm. you moved into there about... I went to King County? Edward School then because it's just a block. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any, um, any teachers from that, from that school? Uh, yes, I don't remember names from... Queen Alexander, but King Edward. Oh, no, I remember it, but I could think of them other times. Uh, the principal, Mr. Ewell, mm-hmm. he moved to a task when we went to a task when church. We met them again. He, of course, they were retired and everything, but uh, anyhow. <coughs> uh, Miss Wilson who was a grade five teacher, and uh, Miss Walker was great six or seven. Anyhow, she was the art teacher, and she used to take me away from my class to do artwork for the, before the fair, right. the Edmonton Fair, the school displays that used to be. So you did the, the artwork for the, the signs and the, mm-hmm. and the display? Yeah, oh, whatever, whatever went into the fair. But um, I just remember her fingers 
she seemed to have so many rings to me and my brother was used to mother's wedding finger and another ring on it but, but, but anyhow that's I don't remember being in her room it must have been a division of some sort I just remember as the art teacher or maybe she was higher maybe it was a higher grade than mm-hmm. six or seven and your brothers and sisters and they uh, they well. didn't start at Queen Alexandra because well, as I say Harold was three years younger um, they just connected mm-hmm. and then we went to them all I was in high school grades then and we uh, had Miss Crilly C-R-I-L-L-E-Y from Nova Scotia or someplace anyhow they had a man before that and uh, when she came she handled the big boys better than the man had. I remember them telling me. Well, maybe we can talk about some of your memories about growing up in Strathclyde. You said you had a pony and you mm-hmm. rode horseback riding. Horseback riding, yeah. yeah. And uh, where did you ride? Where? Yeah. At, uh, I went down in what was Victoria Park. Mm-hmm. And because I had knew the paths down from the, where we used to walk, you know, Maybe they still walk from that end of the down. But um, I used to take George, who was then uh, before Lily was born. He was the baby, and uh, no, she came from she came from the farm. She's older than he is. But anyhow, I used to take him for a whole day during holidays with his bottles and his nappies and his uh, you know, my lunch and a book and you know, for the whole day, maybe to the park. Yeah. And ride around and walk? Well, no, I didn't ride. That mm-hmm. was when I took him. But then I used the same path mm-hmm. to go down on the horse. That was what I was thinking. The same paths that were pretty well trodden down to the road. And that. But I, I was there and looked at the flood in the same time that the had about King 15. I remember taking George down and watching it from oh, closer than the mall going down that hill on the Victoria Park hill. Yeah. You know what it's called? Is it still Victoria yes, Park? Mm-hmm. Okay, you said talked about skating as well. Yeah, Where were you skating? Kernan Lake and we had a streetcar down Flight Avenue and down Hunter Fort went to McKernan Lake. And uh, skated there, five cents in the streetcar, five cents in the skating rink. I learned to skate myself with a chair. Whoever was in charge gave me a chair of a nice look. Mm-hmm. And then the older children were good too, you know. I don't know. These days I guess they'll be just the same, but instead of bumping into you or anything, well, they helped and picked you up if you needed it. So would you go after school or just on the weekend? Well, weekends and, and the holidays, Christmas and that. Mm-hmm. And then how long our holiday was then? It's about the same as now. Two weeks, three weeks, I'm not sure. Was there music at McKenna Lake? Mm-hmm. Gramophone music, sort of. Well, it was not always music either, but sometimes there was. And there was a changing room, or did you sit down in the snowbanks to put mm-hmm. your skates on? No, we had a room, a changing room, which helped a bit. Yeah. I don't remember.
permanent, but changing them. So one cell lost by five cents return bus fare. And the conductor, I don't know where that gone, I laughed on but he really remembered me. He said, well, bring it next week. So that was all I did. And he took me home. That's my life here. Okay. Um, oh, when you were writing, you said something about reading stables. Oh, that was um, over the telephone. Yeah, that was when I came back to the University Hospital. Okay, we can talk about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was basketball the sports? Uh, yes. That was at that time? I started in Queen Alexander. Mm-hmm. They, I remember they called me Brownie all the time. I guess it was the easiest way. I was probably brown and maybe had something brown that I wore more than any other color. Well, you started playing when you were very young. Mm-hmm. In grade three, maybe grade two. You know, they chose and picked up sides in those days for recess and everything. So that was how it was. And you liked the sports? Yes, I liked it. And then, then I got to King Edward and uh, older grades. Mr. Yule used to take us out of class again. <laughs> well, I should have been staying in because my math wasn't that good. But uh, he used to take us out to show us little tricks of the, and help us get ready to, and we used to go by streetcar to other schools, and they bring Mackay Avenue, where it's on the hilltop, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And of course, the, around the basketball court, it wasn't, it was gravelly, so if you fell on the, I was quite sure it got to use gravel and these, I remember sometimes like that. And these were all girl teams? Mm-hmm. And across and the city, there was different teams. Which? There were different teams around the city. Uh, yes, there'd be. There was one main one seemed to be from each school. I don't know if they took them from other grades as well. I don't know about that, but must have been some more seniors because. You know, I, I don't remember whether it was all from junior, and then the seniors would be a separate team or not. Maybe. We, we were let out human service, catch a bus, and got another bus, streetcar. The streetcar that went over the uh, High Level Bridge? Mm-hmm. It, uh, see, when was it built? 15 or something? 13, it was finished. 13. And that would be when the King Edward days allowed we'd be let out and walk over. I don't know where the teacher went with us, I guess it must have been some teacher. But I don't remember that. Mm. What about King Edward Park? Was it uh, like a playground for the children? King Edward Park. By the school? There's a park there now. Is yes, there? No. There wasn't one there? No. Okay. No, I just remember it. We were in the, what was the new school? Is the old school still there standing? Is it? Well, I haven't been around that way at all. Um, the old school was closed and was used for something else. I don't think it was army in there, but they seemed to have something in there that maybe it was used at certain times of year or something. But there was a bell still. I remember the Halloween. The boys crawled up somewhere or other and got, rang the bell on Halloween. And the police came. So nearly everybody scattered away home, you know. I was on my way home when the uh, policeman on his horse came along and asked, you know, what my name was. I told him, and he said, oh, I know your dad, and so 
I was taken home that time by the policeman, <laughs> but it was only a block or so. Policemen were friends, I guess, in those days more. They didn't have them. I was just writing to my granddaughter the other day, and I was saying it was so different. When I used to go out in the park, everybody that was around was working. You know, there was no, no troublemakers on the street when they'd walk with a baby in the white afternoon. Mm -hmm. Never any troublemakers. That's the good old days. That's the part of the good old days. I understand you moved to Lamont in 1917 with your family, and they farmed there. Did they farm there? No, no. He had uh, his business there. That's why I said I'm not sure, but he did have a purse at Lamont. Okay. I, I think. As far as I can when you finished your schooling there, mm -hmm. and you trained in the hospital, I trained as a nurse. I went to. Uh, yeah. When I first when I left school, I went into the drugstore, Harry Harris's. So that, that training went for a year or two. Anyhow, he and his wife went east. He married one who had been the matron at Lamont Hospital. And um, he went east and left me in charge for a couple of weeks. Of course, there were three doctors at the hospital. And so if I, there's any, if I wasn't sure of any. Uh, at the prescriptions, they told me, explained and everything, and they probably wrote much better than they did all the rest of the times, but managed fine, and that made it so easy in the hospital for my materia medica. You know, I'd had all, all that experience with the medicines. Well, is that why you went into nursing? I went into nursing to try to see whether I'd like it rather than the pharmacy, and I did. So, and, and then you came back to Edmonton. When did you return? I, I graduated in 28. Right. And uh, I uh, applied to the University Hospital, but I went on, I was down at ILA. And I just, uh, oh, I think there was a, a diphtheric, no, scarlet fever epidemic. And the nurses at the University Hospital and the matron phoned me, but I'd had my uh, name in before that. She phoned and asked the matron there, Dolly Spencer, who was a Lamont graduate, if she would release me if I could come right away. So this happened, so maybe I was at the I less than a year, you know. So then I was at the University Hospital for eight years. And I went north. When, when, where did you live when you were nursing? Uh, we had <coughs> a, a no nurses' home. We were in what was called Robinson House now. Mm -hmm. It's on White Avenue, a brick. Mm -hmm. What was it before? But that was our and and um, St. Joe's, where it was called White House, I think, or mm -hmm. the nurses, the students were there, but the grads were at the cellar. And the students were taken by bus, I guess it was, every morning. Some sort of a conveyance. If they wanted, they could, or they could walk, but we walked all the time. And then they changed at the university hospital and they had to, um, we went out rooms. We were allowed $15 for our room. We meant homes in the district. So I was on White Avenue principal of what was in the normal school and after 
panels, I think, for a while, another two nurses, uh, two of us, and then another time I was, uh, now it's all apartments down there, about 87 somewhere. So you stayed in, in other people's homes. Mm -hmm. Did you get a, a good wage? Then? I couldn't, oh well, no. But uh, I think it got up to $75 a month. And we were allowed $15 for our room. Mm -hmm. I, would, uh, I always had a room of my own, but at the house on 87th, we had four nurses in the rooms, and we had uh, one there. But somebody was on the top floor, one, I think just one, but they had to share our bath too, so that you were never too happy about it. I think Miss Miss Cherry and her sister had that home up there. It was very nice. And then there was another home, and he was the uh, uh, supervisor of the farming part of the University of Agriculture. Mm -hmm. not, not teaching, but of the layer itself. So that was a nice place. Mm -hmm. Put a baked potato in the oven for me, but I was off at four o'clock in the afternoon. I used to, and I had a little place to keep milk and things there. Mr. and Mrs. McMillan, it was a nice place. Mm -hmm. So what did you do for social activities? Well, Sometimes we rode it. We had a weekend off. We'd had, a, I don't know how many now. Sometimes there'd only be about four or five, and other times there might be seven, eight. But riding in the weekend, we used to go 15, 20 miles. Saskatchewan Drive, and then down further to now what, what would be, I suppose, Rabbit Hill. And I'm not sure of the names there. Mm -hmm. But that was when we had horses from Greening Stable. And then I used to ride alone too because I had friends down 90, just off 99th. And uh, I used to ride down there and tie the pony up with a horse. So this is in the 20s? Oh, a lovely horse. Mm -hmm. This is in the 20s that you're doing the with? In the 1920s? Um, yes. In the 1930s? Well, 1930s. 29, I went to the University Hospital. Right. Yeah, so. Uh, so it was only within that year that I went. I wasn't very long at Isle anyhow. Yeah. But I uh, used to ride. And everybody that had been on a horse, and, uh, one nurse had only been on uh, in the farm, her brother's farm or something, and just didn't really ride at all. So she had a bad time the next day. But we used to, it was really nice. That well, skating. I used to still skate a bit, not very much, so I don't think. How about dances? Hmm? How about dances? Uh, just occasionally. I was at the McDonald's for one of the medical balls. We used to walk a lot, too. We used to walk downtown, White Avenue, there to one of those restaurants. Long walk for a cheese sandwich or something. <laughs> but uh, we used to walk there. And church. Do you remember the names of any doctors or nurses that were particularly important to you when you well, were a doctor? Um, mm, trying to think of the matron who married uh, 
I'm a baby. One of that, uh, who is, he was in charge of one of the warehouses, not Horn and Pitfield, but another Cooper, Meredith Hitch Cooper. Oh, name is still escaping me. And Miss Peters was her assistant. She became matron. She was an Eastern girl, Eastern nurse. His father was a clergyman. And she, in fact, was our, um, in charge of us at Robinson House, too. Just somebody to keep an eye on him. Mm -hmm. Graduates. And Miss Lees, Jean Lees, with Paula, she was matron, and she was my charge nurse on third floor. So, on the doctors, Dr. Monroe, Dr. Gillespie, Dr. Hepburn, the two Scots, John Scott and Walter Scott. And, uh, of course, now some of those interns are doctors, too, but they're pretty well scattered. I don't know whether there's any in the city or not. Mm. But they didn't have a very good intern's quarters. They used to put the labs, mm, I shouldn't say this, with this, anyhow, under the beds to warm the room they had. It was so cool. But, and we were up above the soldiers' wing then. I don't know whether you've had the University Hospital of History, have you? No. I haven't had the book, but I know there is a book, but uh, three floors, A, B, and C, were soldiers that returned from the First War. And uh, we had rooms upstairs. Men used to tell us that the centipede must live over them because he heard eight shoes dropping or something. <laughs> So it wasn't really well built, and that was that's made way for I don't know which buildings. There's so many over there now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the tape just off. So. Side two of the interview with Evelyn Smith. Okay, you're saying you walked a lot? Mm -hmm, because um, we never skated on weekends. On Sundays, rather, that I remember. Because we went to church when I was in the junior choir at Holy Trinity as a kid and then and we lived to see so close it didn't have to be taken by kids nowadays you have to take them and take them back and everything but um, went into, uh, after Sunday school again you came to church three o'clock for the Sunday school and um, then dad didn't want us playing baseball or softball or anything Nowadays, I was glad my children <laughs> liked to do that, you know, just to, that we could go and walk or we could read quietly. Well, Sundays were very quiet, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just made a difference, and of course, it, did, well, it made more rest day for the parents or not <laughs> when they were home that way. But, but in those days, we used to go over the low-level level bridge and right around in the high level when it was built. Well, we went in the middle. No, I don't. Went. It was just when that had been built, I guess, we used to walk right around and I'd been over the high level before it was opened. How did you get on the high level before it was open? No, well, when it was, everything was uh, quiet, nothing going on a Sunday, you see. No, it was, uh, it, it was no, no problem at all. <laughs> And then, of course, when I was at the hospital, we traveled a streetcar on the top of the soil. How much was a streetcar ride across the 
How much was it then? I think the mother took me, it was about maybe 10 cents for a child. She had a bad time too, I shouldn't take this up, but I would get sick unless I was up behind a conductor and um. got the breeze on me. So we often had to get off just after the Parliament buildings and walk down to Eats. <laughs> That's a long walk. Yes. Is because the streetcars move so much? They were different or? No. It, I don't know if it was that. It probably, it was the rougher track, you know. Than, mm -hmm. but, uh, no, it's not, uh, it doesn't bother me so much. But even when I was there at the University Hospital, I used to have a friend away up in North Edmonton, and I used to take a book, because I was studying x-ray at that time. And uh, I'd take the book with me, and, and sometimes that would help. It helped me even though you were using your eyes in the book, and I'll still take my mind off it, I guess. Mm -hmm. So where did you meet your husband? And up to Peace River. So you went where up to Peace River as a nurse? A matron of the hospital. I had taken x-ray uh, treat, x-rays treat at uh, the University Hospital, and I had a little lab work, but not very much, and they wanted a nurse to do administration, x-rays, and so... What year was that? Hmm? What year did you go up? Um, 36. And uh, so that's how I came to go up. And you stayed there for how long? Uh, I was married in 39, but I kept doing x-rays all during the war. So we lived going back. And then we take one of the nurses, in fact, who had trained at Lamont, we, they sent her out to Edmonton and she got some training so she could handle it. Now they have a nice new hospital, a beautiful x-ray room. Yeah. But all the time I was uh, with my husband there at Peace River. I did the x-rays. They, I'd have to go in an emergency, broken bones or something, you know, but otherwise they saved up gallbladder ones and and stomach ones for me to take and that would be almost a whole day and when the doctor's wives used to take care of Bonnie I had her by that time so the taxi took me back and forth so I didn't hold up my husband's car so when did you come back to Edmonton to Edmonton oh we went to we came back to Edmonton when First we went to Wainwright, a year and a half, waiting to, for the task went to open, and we went to the task went. And then from there we came to Edmonton, and then we went out to the coast of Vancouver. So it's uh, been everywhere. Okay, let's get back to some of your memories of Ostrathcona. Um, you said your father was a member of the Odd Fellows, mm -hmm. and your mother was a Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Could you tell me more about those organizations and the kind of activities they did? Um, well, da Dad was a mason, and they mason would go through chairs and the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But um, I remember one one thing, that I don't know whether it was a Masonic dance, they used the same building, or odd fellow, but they took me, uh, Mother didn't dance, so they took me along and I danced with Dad, I remember. Uh, it wasn't very much fun 
with all the older people, but <laughs> I just remember that especially. And, I, and of course they had, the women were always doing things. And during the war, of course, they was knitting and the rest of it. Even if they were in the theaters, they were knitting. Right. Mm -hmm. Did you be a new, dance, a new dress for the dance? Um, I don't remember for that dance. No. Mm -hmm. I had what I had a new one made for the McDonald Hotel one. That was that was something special. So <laughs> no, but I didn't for this other. I don't remember what what I had what I wore that time. But that was uh, one highlight. I remember the mother and dad taking me to the dance. Well, we, we had a, uh, I was going to say a babysitter, but we had a girl from Ireland. Several, several girls were brought over to Canada to do housework and na not nannies particularly. They didn't call them that anyhow. Mm -hmm. But we had a very nice Irish girl with us. And um, she, uh, she, it was just like a sister to me, really. I still helped her do the dishes and, and do all the little chores around you. Mm -hmm. But she was there to, so that I was able to be away more. Too. Because you had five brothers and sisters. No. Uh, actually, six of us came here. Two sisters and three brothers living until Tara passed away that January 91. Mm. He was diabetic, the only one diabetic. Mm. So did the, the odd fellows have family picnics or things like that that the whole family got involved mm -hmm. in? I just remember the Sunday school picnics more. At Holy Trinity Church? Mm -hmm. What else do you remember? Sometimes home? down at the park. Well, you said you were in the choir. In the choir. Was the yeah. choir? Yeah. And if we were there and sang for weddings, there was always a sum, I don't know, it would be as much as $10 in those days. But anyhow, we were, always had everybody, we had a treat of some sort. I don't remember just what we did now, but maybe they had something some Sunday after the service or yeah, something like that for us. Mm -hmm. I forgot. I know more about it nowadays. Than <laughs> We came back from Peace River to be married in Holy Trinity, though. I'd been confirmed there, too, so. Mm -hmm. <coughs> After we went to Lamont, I'd been in that class taking confirmation, so I came back for the confirmation. Bishop Gray, was it? Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm so glad this has stopped. So who was the, uh, the clergyman? Uh, Crothers. Mm -hmm. Reverend Crothers, he went overseas. Mm -hmm. And uh, I picture the one that came and filled in his place out during the war. <coughs> and his two daughters, Ruth and Olive. Of course, we were on the same block, so we played together. And the old. Uh, rectory. It's a new rectory now, you know, right across the street. I guess where the synod office is at Holy Trinity. So, mm -hmm. so 
a new clergyman there too, new young clergyman. He was very good, just to be in the hospital. But he, you know, I said, don't go too fast. He was putting in a lot of things that the older people had. Mm, yeah, okay. you know, same thing. When you came back to uh, the hospital in the university, did you still attend Holy Trinity mm -hmm. Church? It wasn't too far to go. Uh, no, we. I guess we went by streetcar because uh, some girls did have cars then. Mm -hmm. but, uh, no, I think we went by streetcar. One of the girls who used to go with me, she was it's in one of the apartments right across from College Plaza. She's back there now. She's been married. Her husband died while they were in Saskatchewan. So I still see her, but I get rides with uh, Connie, Margaret Connie, whose parents I used to visit them near 99th Street. Or when you were riding horses, mm -hmm. yeah. And other times I used to go by streetcar. I was there a lot, you know. Even after we went to Lamont, I used I was in training, I, we used to come in. I used to, with maybe one other nurse. And, uh, and these were electric streetcars? Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. They weren't horse-drawn? No, no, no. These were electric. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, th I suppose we walked, no, it would be one that went over with a low-level bridge, maybe. Those days, but, uh, you know, you didn't mind walking ten blocks or so in those days. If you didn't have a car, you had to. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, or cars uh, were a special things still? They were rare, or did uh, did almost everyone have a car? Oh, when you were in the not hospital? everybody. No, you mean at the hospital? Maybe six or ten of the whole graduate staff, but well, not counting the, the matron and that. But what were the roads like? The roads? Well, when we were on on Hundred and Fourth there at the parlors, that was just a uh, some gravel on it, and that was tarred. Right. I remember getting into trouble exactly, but getting little balls of tar, you know, and uh, mother didn't want tar on the floors. But uh, that was, and then I remember while we were here still, seeing the first little electric car, one of the families on. Somewhere we're still in that, they know, yeah. from 1907 or 1908? Mm-hmm. From uh, Saskatchewan Drive, one of the homes there, this lady had a car. But so silently, that was the part that amazed us, you know, there was no sound, it was just so quiet, you know, with electric. Well, there must be something in the archive somewhere or other. About that. I don't remember whose it was. Other roads weren't very good. Even at Lamont, after we went to Lamont, it was very bad coming into Edmonton. Um, when we went with Dad, I think he had an old Maxwell car at the time I was in training. And probably three or four of us would be off half, the half day off, you know. So he'd take us to Edmonton. 
he had some business on the way or something. And uh, if we didn't get back by 10 o'clock, which was time in, lights out, we had a special permission. And if we didn't get it back without this special permission, then we'd lose our late leaves for the next week or I've forgotten how long. I don't think I ever really lost them. But we had to do a lot of explaining sometimes. Dad was a little late getting his home. But because we'd been on the way, you know, mud, mud used to be just awful. You just had to use your hands to get out of the wheels. Mm-hmm. Now you can go in so fast. It was like Peace River days of mud. Mm-hmm. Mud roads. Our house would have been in the flood if I'd still lived in Peace River. Mm-hmm. It was right around the church and uh, said the last mm-hmm. peace messenger. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Where the, mm-hmm. the church and the cathedral and the hall was, took up well, most of the block, I guess. Okay. Do you remember the Gem Theater? Yeah. You know what's that one? That was on Main Street, wasn't it? On 104th Avenue, across from across the road here. Right. Was Butter, it? Uh, I'm not sure, but when I was still maybe at Queen Olive School or something, I was given money to go over there one time on a Saturday. It was in the daytime. And if, if that was the one I'm thinking of, I don't know whether it's Jim was the name. I remember Princess. But, right. But in those days, and I went once. It was a picture I didn't like. It's only a movie, a movie picture. A movie picture, yeah. yeah. I mean, no color, of course, but a movie picture. So I never went again. I went home <laughs> because it was a mystery of some kind. I, I don't remember anything about that except that the man in the office had a square in front of the desk and people would come on the squ- stand in the square and disappear. Oh. It was probably something very fascinating for some people. But uh, that was enough for me, so I went home just across the road, but I never went again. I guess I never asked to go again or anything. Mm-hmm. Was there other theater that you uh, you went to, like uh, acting plays? Uh, not very much, no, not in those days, the early days. Yeah. We had birthday parties. That was one highlight, I think. Mm-hmm. Same as just for little girls now, I guess. I remember that. And what about, um, I'm just trying to think of other landmarks in Strathcona, the McIntyre Fountain, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Of course, that was right across from where we were living, and there, the plane dealer, you see. Mm-hmm. And my pony used to drink there, too. So you remember it quite well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and Dr. Crang's house was on the corner right fountain, and only like uh, west, northwest corner. And I used to ride his bike, and he rode the pony <laughs> alternately. But, uh, you know. So those were the things, you know, you did. That was what made up your day, really, was to play house. And we used to bury our little sparrows and things that died around him. <laughs> so, you know. They a lot from the store boxes from this uh, store that was on the corner of my dad here beside. Play 
playhouse and all sorts of things. Make your own fun, you know. Yeah. Didn't, didn't have to Didn't be. have the men. We also had a cow <coughs> when we were there. Not after we moved to, I guess, but when we first were there, we had a cow for all these four children. Those days. But, uh, Did you play basketball when you were back as a nurse? I played uh, uh, in the town team. I had been playing all the time. I was at the drugstore and that. At the other fairs around, you know. And then we had um, a, girl, a girl from uh, Missionary's Daughter. I was at the university. And she came down for the holidays to a lot. Stayed at one of the doctor's homes. And uh, that year we played for practice against, for grad practice, not us. <laughs> we did the best we could. We played for the grads, so, so they were active. The Edmonton grads. Mm -hmm, the Edmonton grads. We came in, we played in the court that was around where the Hudson Bay stables were there, down in the Walterdale, mm -hmm. or uh, Ross, Rossdale. The opposite Walters. <coughs> My dad has some of his archives in the Walterdale Museum. I've never gone to see what's there, but I remember him saying some things there. From his business? Uh, well, I know in business pictures, or I, I'm not sure. But um, Ted has most of the things here in the museum. Yours, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes, and I have pictures still here of the Yukon, you know, the, his travels there. When he, when he was in the, what were they called? Uh, it was under the RCMP, really. The they, they were added. The Yukon Field Force. Uh, which? Yukon Field Force? Yes, yeah. mm, that's the one. Yeah. Time to think of the Field Force. Yeah. They had things, you know, things that uh, up there. So, do you remember anything else about Old Strathcona? Places you went or people mm -hmm. you knew there? Well, I, I took music lessons on White Avenue, right on the, now I think it's a pancake house on the corner there, fourth or something, and upstairs, either that building or the second building. I took music lessons. Do you remember your music teacher? No. And Dad had brought the organ from his home after his father and mother died. Father died first. And so I took out a piano and I practiced on an organ. So that was... And I bought this piano when I first started to work at the drugstore. In fact, this came out of Lamont Mason's Hall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's an oldie. But, uh, so were they group lessons, or was it just you? No, just it? just lessons. It probably cost twenty-five cents or fifty cents a week. I don't know. Wouldn't be very much. Did all your brothers and sisters? No, they didn't. The others, nobody was was inclined to really. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Well, I didn't, maybe I made too much noise and I had to finish them. <laughs> Or were there 
saddles for your uh, well little ones yes but just I think I don't know if they had other instruments they taught up there or not, but it's just up in the upstairs. Like that in Spicer's Bakery used to be. That should be in there somewhere because they were an English couple. And Dora, the youngest daughter, is still living. She's on the other side, about 9805 or something. 98, not 99th Street. Mm-hmm. She's, um, she's not well, her memories. They've all gone, but they used to play our host. To her host was in the middle of the street, going up the street to Holy Trinity. So, did you go into the bakery? Mm-hmm. Oh yes, used to. But they used to get all the buns and everything there. And then the butcher shop was a little further down. I remember going down for five cents or so of liver or something. You know that she was, or. With that, that she made puddings and things and put some of this. Uh, what do you call it now? It's just, it, this would be not rendered, you know, it would just be a chunk of fat. Mm-hmm. Things like this. Oh, no. So you get all of your shopping in the same block that you lived in? Mm-hmm. Malone's store was the other corner on White Avenue there. I think there's a Malone name on the back on the apartment still. And, uh, Margaret Malone was the dietitian at the University Hospital, and I went there. They were Roman Catholic. Her brother's father, I was going to say T.P., but I think that was the, the his their father's name on the store. Anyhow, Father Malone. And that was a dry goods or a grocery shop? It was dry goods, and uh, mm-hmm. well, they must have other things too. They had materials and everything too. So it was just a general store, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, used to deal there too. And the drugstore was down the other way on the way to Roma, uh, Royal, no, to school, Alexander School. They used to have things of interest they put in the windows, like uh, these bad spiders, Tara and Tara. Torrential? Torrential. Yeah, they had one in the window, a cage or glass covered thing. Once I remember watching those. But they say now they're not so bad. They're not so. We thought they were just terrible things that they touched you in those days. But I, I think I read something not many months ago or weeks ago about them. But they're not just. So they had special displays in the windows? Yeah. It, I suppose they came in on bananas or something in the stores, you know, they got It was a good place to go because they were meant for our erasers and pencils and mm-hmm. scribblers. Mm-hmm. Do you remember things like a, a laundry, a Chinese laundry? Yeah, they had. Uh, I don't know where the Chinese laundry was, I know that. The telephone building was right, is right on the, um, 80, what is it, 84th, or 83rd, I guess, I think. And that's on the 83rd where the telephone lit, um, you see in this now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just the other direction. And uh, tall, tall brick building across from the church. 
the old Metropolitan Church, maybe? Mm -hmm. yeah. Did that burn down or something? Yes, it did. Because now it's on 109, isn't it? There's one it's there as well. Hmm? There's one there as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Presbyterian, of course, and Methodist yeah, Church went together in 1925, I guess. So. Um, you had a cow, but was there a dairy on the south side? Uh, yes, Edmonton City Dairy, I think, came about soon. By the time we were in the house, anyhow. Mm -hmm. But before that, we had the cow because she was a toy too in the backyard <laughs> behind all those buildings. No, she used to be tethered over by the telephone building. See, there weren't so many buildings around then. There's a, a little French lady alone in a building before the telephone building came there. And I used to write letters in English to her people in Quebec. And how my spelling was in those days, I don't know, but anyhow, I used to do little errands for her. Mm -hmm. No, but the cow, she'd, if we had ice cream cones, she'd follow us around, she'd just love cones. <laughs> so we, we used to tease her, you know, kids. And Where did you get the ice cream cones from? Well, we had ice, I don't know which store now. I'm not sure. But we had cones in those days. I don't know how we got and where we went for them. <laughs> There's no ice cream places right close to us anyhow. Maybe Mother made homemade ice cream. Mm -hmm. That's we did make that for all of our picnics and things, right? Yeah. So maybe that was it. Probably. Mm -hmm. When did your father? Your father had a car when you were in Lamont. Did he buy one in Strathcona or? Uh, well, he had the car, yes, but, well, no, we didn't have a car in Strathcona up to early. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether he, how he used to get uh, from down to the house, I don't know, he didn't walk, I'm sure. I don't remember horses coming down, so he must have had a car. Yeah, I never learned to drive. I had two ponies after we went to the mound. So I used to ride out to Elkhorn Park. You know. Started with the horse. Good. Well, I want to thank you very much for oh, sharing I, with us. I don't really have shared very much oh, with you. This material is a digitized audio recording from the holdings of the City of Edmonton Archives. For more information regarding the recording, please contact us by email at cms.archives at edmonton.ca, by phone at 780-496-8711, or on our online catalog at cityarchives.edmonton.ca.